Hi, this is Sam Chamberlain, and welcome to Things to Ponder, the sermon podcast from St. Mary's United Church of Christ in Silver Run, Maryland. Follow along with St. Mary's at stmarysucc.org or on Facebook and Instagram. Wishing you peace and good, my friends. Come on, now first, I, I know we, you know, you and I, we haven't hung out, haven't done a children's sermon. All right, so if you want to get through the children's sermon time, when I say good morning, just say it back. You don't even have to mean it. Just say it back. So I'm going to try this again. Say good morning. And it is wonderful to have two, four, six, eight, eight children, a couple, a couple, nine, a couple who aren't sure about where they fit into life's, uh, life's pattern at this point. Friends, it is such a joy to have you. And because it is so exciting to have you, and because, I don't know if you heard, but Christmas is right around the corner. Did you hear that? So I figured, let's hang out with you all. And so for the next four Sundays, our sermons are going to be children's sermons, minus one, because on one of those days, y'all are giving us the sermon, but I'm not going to give that away quite yet. Okay, some of you know what I'm talking about. But I want, but today we are just going to spend some time talking about Hope. Now, I want to begin this way, okay? Now, I need you, everybody take your hands, raise them way up, stretch, lean back against the pew, stretch, reach down, touch your toes. All right, turn to your neighbor and say, what's up? And say, keep talking to your neighbor, say, he's going to ask us a question. You answer so I don't have to, okay? All right, are we all good? We all know who's going to answer? All right, I want to start with the very easiest question of all, okay? Everybody's building their Christmas list, right? Everybody's building their Christmas list. So I want to know, what is it you want for Christmas? Don't be shy. All right, okay, Taylor, don't be shy. Taylor, what do you want for Christmas? School for dolls. That sounds wonderful. Are you the teacher? You just like to play teacher? Excellent. What else do you want for Christmas? What do you want? Come on, give me one thing. Don't be goofy. Come on. Oh, <laughs> Emily, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? Plants and stuff for your new fish. All right. Hundreds of fish, and they need, and they need plants. Wonderful, wonderful. What else? Yes. Picture film. All righty. That cap is not going to stay on. I'm giving up. All right, anything else? Ryan, what do you, what's on your Christmas list? I would highly suggest you get on that. All right? Get on, the, get on the Christmas. Sorry, somebody else had something on their Christmas list? Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm... Santa's absolutely going to bring you that because Pastor Sam screwed it up. What else? What else? Anything? All right, you guys, you know, if you don't tell anybody, then nobody knows. I'm just, I'm just a little piece of advice. All right, so let's step back from that question for a second, Okay. But all of you have stuff that you're on your Christmas list. Like, it would be fabulous if I went down on Christmas morning and opened it up and I got it, right? That would be wonderful. Now, can I ask you a bigger question? What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> now you all know what's up. Okay, I'm going to start with Madison. Madison, what do you want to be when you grow up? A pet groomer. A pet groomer. All right. 
you can start on pumpkin. She's right over there. Okay. <laughs> Emily, what do you want to be when you grow up? Okay. A dolphin trainer? Or an aquarium vet. Excellent. I'm just going to go dolphin trainer because that's the first time I've ever had that answer, which makes me very excited. What else? Taylor, what do you want to be when you grow up? A singer. All right. Ryan, you got an answer for this one? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> all right. Anybody else? Bridget? Art te- wonderful, an art teacher. Which means I got to get some of your art in my office. We'll talk about that later. And then one other question, okay? And I, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Brenna. But maybe you'll have an answer to this next question, okay? And this one is an even bigger question, okay? What if you were the ruler of all things? How would you change the world? How does how would you make the world better? How would you make the world better? Go ahead, Emily. For those online, she said it would be illegal to talk smack about black cats. <laughs> yes, yes, it should be illegal to talk smack about all animals. If you were ruler of the world, what, what kind of things would you fix? What's wrong with the world that needs fixing? Taylor? That robots should become free. <laughs> that, oh, the robots should become free. These are not the answers I anticipated. But we are glad for the ones we get. Yes. Ah, stop littering. Excellent. I know you can't read my writing. Anybody else got something something you would actually fix in the world? Madison? Everybody getting along. Amen to that. All right, one more. Okay. Who's got a good answer? All right, Taylor. Help poor, help the poor. There we go. Yeah. Yes. There is absolutely nothing wrong with when we ask the question, what would you change about the world? If we were being silly, my answer would be that the Red Wings would win the Stanley Cup every year, okay? It's okay to want those things. But we understand, right, that there are really important, deep things in the world going on, right? Here's the thing. In all of these questions, whether it's what you want for Christmas, what you want to grow up, what you want to be when you grow up, or what you would change about the world, all of these are an expression of hope, right? All of these have to have something to do with hope. Sometimes we do hope on a small level. We're like, boy, I really hope underneath the tree there is this, right? Shoot, there's even things I hope under underneath my tree. And, other, and sometimes it's bigger. Like, what is my life about? And other times we have hopes about really big things about the world. And so you all know a little bit about hope already because you already do it in lots of different ways. But there's a problem with hope, right? And the problem with hope is all right here. Right? The problem with hope is in the middle because Taylor wants a school for dolls. Taylor, do you currently have your school for dolls? So she wants it, but she ain't got it. Let's see. Emily wants to be a dolphin trainer. Are you a dolphin trainer yet? 
Have you ever trained a dolphin to do anything? You've never even seen a dolphin, okay? You can see where that would be a problem going forward. And Madison, I'm going to ask you, do you, does everybody in the world get along? Yeah, not so much, right? Not so much. And so we can all say, here's who I am, and here's what I am right now, and here's what I hope for. The problem's always in the middle. Because hope means there's something that hasn't come yet. There's always a gap between where we are and what we want to be. Hear that again. There's always a gap between where we are today and what we want to be. So what do we do with that? That's the question of today, and it's one of the questions of Advent. How do we get to the place that we want to be? And that is the word hope. So my question for you, my next question for you is, what is hope? You have an answer? We say it all the time. What is hope, Emily? When we believe something can happen, yeah, that's a great, that's a great place to start. When we believe that something can happen. Madison, what is hope? when you want something to happen that you don't have yet. Yes, and so, you know, certainly there's desire as part of it. Emily said, there's something that you want. And you said, yeah, there's also, it's missing, but you hope it's there, right? You guys are doing a good job. What else, how else would you describe hope? Taylor. Hope the elf on the shelf comes back. <laughs> yeah, how would you define hope? Because we all say it, right? We're like, I hope for this, or I hope for that. Well, what is hope? What is it for you? It's a tough question, right? And if we're not careful then sometimes, if we don't know what we mean when we say hope, sometimes we just start throwing it around and we never allow it to like actually start to change us a little bit. So here's my best guess at it. And you guys can give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. You tell me if I'm doing a good job with this, Sorry. Hope is seeing past what is right now to what will be. So it's like looking past what is right now and being able to see on the far side that something could be different, right? And each of you have already done it. I've got, I'm, getting thumb, I'm getting thumbs up. Getting thumbs up. You all get that, right? Today, I don't have a school for dolls, but I can see a day, or maybe I do. I don't have any plants for my fish right now, but I can see a day where I do. Hope also says, I'm not a... I'm, Madison... Madison you probably do groom some pets from time to time, but professionally, I may not be one yet, but you can see a day where you could be it, right? Yeah, that's all hope. That's all hope. And hope then, because we can see something that, isn't, that doesn't exist yet, hope invites us to live now as if that thing were true. Hope invites us to live now as if that thing were true. So Madison, I'm going to come back to you. Do you groom a pet every once in a while? You groom your pets at home? Sometimes, yeah, you've already started, right? You're not a pet groomer, but in some ways you've already started being a pet groomer. Taylor, you got dolls? Have you started teaching them already even though you don't have a classroom yet? Yeah, see, we've already started doing a little bit of that. Charlotte, I know, I know you, one thing that didn't end up on the list, but you have been asking forever for an axolotl. And if you don't know what an axolotl is, that's why you bring your phones to church. You can figure it out. <laughs> This underwater lizard. Do you have an axolotl yet? Do you know a lot about axolotls? You kind of do. You kind of do. You're learning so that if and when that day ever comes, you're prepared. Hope is living now as if the thing we hope for will be true someday. 
And it's, pow- it's a powerful thing because it invites us to keep going forward. And it is, in fact, essential to our faith. It's essential. We cannot live faithfully. We cannot live lives that are moving forward. And we can't live lives without having hope. That's what our reading said today. The prophet Jeremiah was living in a tough time. A time a lot like our own. A lot of division, a lot of fighting, a lot of struggle. People not sure what tomorrow would be. They had a hard time seeing past what was to see what could be. But Jeremiah says, I can see, and let me tell you what to see. And he says, there's a day coming when God will fulfill the promise he made to us. In those days and at that time, he says, this righteous branch, and I'm going to reference the tree here, the tree that's on our, on our pyramids, there's this branch is going to spring up, this offshoot of this family that we thought mattered and now is gone. He said, there's going to be something brand new that's going to spring up, And it's going to bring about justice and righteousness. It's going to be a kingdom where, as Madison's already said, where we love one another and we treat one another with justice. The world that you've already said you kind of hope comes. The world that we're tailored, justice is making sure the poor have everything they need. That's righteousness. That's justice. And he says, that world is coming. And this is, he says, in those days, the people will be saved. Jeremiah says there's reason to have hope because God's going to do something special. Jesus talks in the same way. He says people, he talks about a scary day in his own time when people were fighting. He says people are going to be fearful and they're going to be scared of what's coming in the world. But he says then they will see the Son of Man, meaning Jesus, meaning himself. You'll see him with power and great glory. So this is going to be a day when Jesus is going to set things right. He says, now when these things start to take place, when you see things moving in a good direction, he says, stand up, raise up your heads, pay attention. Because redemption, the setting right of the world, is coming. The entire, our entire faith tells us to see beyond what is and start living as if what is coming is already true right now. Get to work. In a hard world, get involved. And you see, this is what Jesus does. This baby who we're going to celebrate his birth in just a couple of weeks, right? This baby comes to do all of this. To those who are sick, Jesus says there is healing. Jesus invites the sick to move towards healing. It says to a world where everyone is set against everyone else, Jesus says, I'm going to bring reconciliation. I'm going to bring people together when the whole world wants to drive us apart. To a world that struggles to see a different world, Jesus is going to bring a new way of being. He says, you know what? We can, we can build a world. We can build a world where when everybody's confused about where we're going, we can build a world where justice and righteousness are the way forward. And this is the good news of this child And it's this hope that keeps us going. But we need a lot of hope, right? Hope is hard, right? There are days you feel kind of down and the things you hope for just aren't going to work out. I remember, and I've already said this in front, I always hoped that I would be the center fielder for the Orioles. And there are days when I couldn't catch a fly ball to save my life. And it was hard for me to, like it's kind of one of the things you got to do if you want to play center field. And I was like, I couldn't, I can't do it. There are days where it's hard. We need hope to keep moving. So it's no accident that this candle burning over here, this candle of hope, is the one that burns the longest in Advent. Because we need hope to keep moving forward.
we're going to need a lot of it to make it through. It's going to take a lot of hope to get us there. Not just to Christmas, although we can practice hope at Christmas. It's going to take a lot of hope for us to get to the world that Jesus comes to bring. The ones you guys have already said you want to see. A world where there's no littering, where people get along and where we help one another. So today I want to encourage you to find hope and learn to hope. Don't just have a hope, a fuzzy feeling. Learn to hope, to do things that are hopeful, to groom your animals and to play with friends and to imagine what your gifts are, to do all those things. Learn to hope. And always, let's always remember to help other people find hope too. You know, one of the most remarkable things that ever happened to me going back to being a baseball player is when a coach said, you know what, I think you're pretty good. He gave me a little bit of hope when I needed it. Let's give hope to one another. So friends, let us have hope. For our best days, the great news of Jesus, aren't behind us. Our best days in the world that is to come is still in front of us. Friends, let's walk in hope. Amen? This is where you say it back, amen. Just makes me feel special. Say amen. Amen.